Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus entered Jerusalem and went into the temple area. He looked around at everything and, since it was already late, went out to Bethany with the twelve. The next day, as they were leaving Bethany, he was hungry. Seeing from a distance a fig tree in leaf, he went over to see if he could find anything on it. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves. It was not time for figs. And he said to it in reply, May no one ever eat of your fruit again. And his disciples heard it. They came to Jerusalem, and on entering the temple area, he began to drive out those selling and buying there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who were selling doves. He did not permit anyone to carry anything through the temple area. Then he taught them, saying, Is it not written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples, but you have made it a den of thieves. The chief priests and the scribes came to hear of it and were seeking a way to put him to death. Yet they feared him because the whole crowd was astonished at his teaching. When evening came, they went out of the city. Early in the morning, as they were walking along, they saw the fig tree withered to its roots. Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you cursed has withered. Jesus said to them in reply, have faith in God. Amen, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it shall be done for him. Therefore I tell you, all that you ask for in prayer, believe that you will receive it, and it shall be yours. When you stand to pray, forgive anyone against whom you have a grievance so that your Heavenly Father may in turn forgive you your transgressions. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, good morning. Uh, our Gospel reading has some really good messages and reminders for us as we enter into ordinary time. Now, uh, or, you know, this week was the, the beginning of that, so um, some really good messages, but first we have to really kind of look at this uh, somewhat troublesome uh, interaction between Jesus and what appears to be an innocent fig tree. Uh, and it causes us to really look at it. Uh, Mark, the gospel writer, understood this well. and. He, com he combines two stories, this withering of the fig tree, which we'll see elements of that in the other gospel writers, but it's a technique that Mark has used, and it's been called a Markan sandwich, which means he takes the first part of a story and puts some other teaching in the middle and then finishes the original story. Mark saw that the connection between the fig tree and what happened to it and the cleansing of the temple was something that helped us really understand what the message was. And so the first thing that we really need to look at, because they're intertwined, uh, Israel was a tourist 
destination all the way back from the time of Solomon. When Solomon built the temple, the uh, Gentile area, would, it was large enough to hold about 75,000 people. It was the largest area of the temple. And there were large amounts of people that traveled from very far away. You'll remember the Queen of Sheba made a very long trip. Uh, this was a very grand area where Solomon would walk and basically show his wisdom and talk about the wonders of God. Now, that drew people to Jerusalem. Pagans, pilgrims, non-Jewish people, they would come to the temple. So here you had this pilgrimage, even from the earliest days. Well, there has been um, uh, archaeologists and people who study history, and they found that uh, this idea of pilgrims going to Jerusalem, there were often words of advice that would come back to them for the journey. And one actually had to do with fig trees. A fig tree normally produces figs, not very ripe, first. And they ripen and figs are edible when the tree is fully leafed out. That's the normal course of fig trees in that part of the world. So to see a fig tree with leaves, even though it was out of season, this happened. And so there should be figs on this tree. Jesus knew that, and so did pilgrims who traveled. The advice was for those weary, thirsty pilgrims, they could find refreshment in a fig tree that had leaves early because there would be figs on them. This was a common thing that would happen. And so pilgrims looked for this refreshment. Well, this ties back into why was Jesus so unhappy about the money changers and the things going on? Well, it was in the area of the temple that was for the Gentiles. The leaders, the scribes, and the priests had decided, you know, the Gentiles are not as important. Let's get the money changers, let's get set inside the temple to satisfy what the, the Jewish population needed. Israel was always supposed to be the light to the nations for all people. When we say the Lord rejoices in his people, it's not just Israel. It's not just the Catholic Church. We are a light to the world, to all peoples, to draw them in. So Jesus was most displeased when there were leaves, there were signs of faith, but there was no fruit. There was no refreshment for the weary, thirsty pilgrim. I started to think about, well, my own self. What leaves do I have that kind of show my faith, but not necessarily the fruit, but the faith, you know, just the outward sign. And I, I started emptying my pockets, you know, the same the things we carry. You know, I carry my rosary every day, and I 
Uh, although I'm usually wearing it, I've got a big miraculous medal that I wear, another, another leaf that I have. Uh, in my wallet, I've got two cherished Padre Pio cards, um, one a second-class relic that I keep. Um, I've got a book that I carry in my back pocket quite a bit with prayers that I like to read and things that I remember about my faith journey and my pilgrimage. Uh, for me, I've got a uh, pretty good leaf that I wear uh, often that uh, really says, okay, this is my faith. Uh, but in our parable, it says it wasn't time for the ripe fruit. How often do we have the leaves, but we don't, we're not ready to deliver the fruit. It's inconvenient for us just not ready. It's not a good time for the fruit. And really, it's Jesus leading that person. Here, Jesus goes to find the fruit. In our own lives, Jesus is leading these people to the light. And are we ready? Do we deliver? Is there fruit ready for them to consume in us? Are we refreshing them? end of this parable uh, that we read, Jesus is really talking about prayers being answered. And again, I think we can look at some visions of the temple. So in the temple, you had this great big area, 75,000 people could come that were the Gentiles. The next area in was significantly smaller. This was the area for the Jewish women, men and women, Gentiles couldn't enter, was significantly smaller. Inside that was the court of Israelites, and so this was even smaller. And as you kept going in, then you got to the court of priests, very small. And then it's the Holy of Holies. There's a progression into the most sacred part of the temple, but you had to enter through various levels of purity. In our own lives, we have to look at, okay, the purity of what we're going through. And Jesus really says the outer court is us forgiving the people that have hurt us. That's, that's the first step. That's the entry. That's the bar to get in. Are we forgiving the people that have hurt us, the transgressions against us? Have we forgiven those? Because Jesus says, I want to forgive you. That's the entry. That's the purity to come in to the temple. And so we're trying to get in always to the most innermost part. And it, as we read, it really is the forgiveness, the starting point, the attitude, the conscience that we have is forgiveness of others. That's really the basis of how we progress and our prayers are heard. And that's really the fruit when, G when our responsorial psalm says the Lord rejoices in us. It's about forgiveness. It's about us forgiving and we receiving forgiveness. 
Let's stand in 